Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This is Fox 2 News and News 11. The power of 2 at 6 a.m. The murder of a six-year-old girl shocked the community 21 years ago, and tonight the convicted killer of Casey Williamson is scheduled to be executed. One year after a deadly Amtrak crash, Missouri Governor Mike Parson makes a big move to improve railway safety. How much money is going toward improving dozens of railroad crossings across the state? And several parishes throughout St. Louis won't merge just yet. Why the Archbishop suspended part of the All Things New plan. And how a developer is planning to make changes to a controversial subdivision plan in St. Charles County, hoping to win approval at a future meeting. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, August 1st. This is The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. Good morning to you all. I'm Blair Lede. We are already to August, 6 o'clock right now. We're going to take yes. a live look now at our Together Credit Union roof cam, or rather Sky Fox. Oh, look at that. Beautiful Ooh, sunrise. Beautiful sunrise, John. Right at 6 o'clock. We've been noticing it happening later and later. It's, yep, that sunrise time is now right around 6 a.m., so those days getting shorter. And did you see the super moon overnight? Oh, the super moon, yes. Beautiful full sturgeon moon this morning. Look at that. Very beginning of the Lion King there. <laughs> yeah. You remember how they drew that? That's how that looks right there. Very cool. Yes, we have the full sturgeon moon. Uh, technically, I believe the moon is full at 2.30 this afternoon um, or, or something like that. But yeah, today will be that full moon. We'll have a blue moon later this month. Another oh. full moon coming up on August 30th. Be a good song. The timing is right. a good song. Weather-wise this morning, the farther east you go, the better chance you have of seeing that sunrise this morning. The farther west the more likely you're going to need an umbrella. Power Doppler view showing you that rain as expected in our western and southwestern most counties. So from about just to the west of Owensville this morning, we've got some rain and thunder in St. James, Rolla, Edgar Spring, down towards Salem, and down towards the Lesterville and Ellington areas. Bunker seeing a little bit of rain right now. There's also been a few spot showers in parts of Randolph and Monroe counties this morning. That's our farthest east energy. Now, the bulk of the area, though, has remained dry overnight, so roads are primarily dry. Temperatures are around 70 degrees again out the door this morning. Our skies are mostly cloudy, and that will help keep our temperatures down here a bit this morning. We'll talk a lot more about our rain chances for the rest of the week. There's quite a bit more rain on the way. Details in just a bit. Right now, though, let's get you out the door early this morning with a check on the roads in Amelia. <laughs> Thanks, Angela. And our roads are looking really good at the 6 o'clock hours, so we're not seeing any crashes, not really much slowdowns as well. Heavier volume a little bit in that uh, Northbound direction of 55, so you can see 55 in South County and 141, a little bit heavier volume in that northbound direction. But 270 is looking good in that construction zone, 270 in South County, and that 170-64 interchange, not too shabby for this Tuesday. Blair and John. Thanks, Amelia. It's 602. Missouri Governor Mike Parson says the state will move forward with the execution of a man who years ago abducted and killed a six-year-old girl in Valley Park. The Power of Two's Laura Simon is live outside of the St. Louis County Courthouse where a jury found Johnny Johnson guilty back in 2005. Laura? 
Blair and John, Johnny Johnson is set to be put to death by lethal injection tonight in Bonterre. This is a case that has haunted the St. Louis area for more than two decades after the brutal murder of six-year-old Casey Williamson. We want you to take a look at your screen because this is the last photo taken of Casey. It was taken 36 hours before her death. She was singing songs on a Wednesday night at church. Johnson kidnapped the little girl from her home in Valley Park on July 26, 2002. He was 24 at the time. He murdered her inside of an abandoned glass factory along the Merrimack River after she fought back against him attempting to sexually assault her. After a huge search, Casey's body was found in a pit less than a mile from her home, buried beneath rocks and debris. Last week marked the 21st anniversary of Casey Williamson's disappearance and death. The judge who sentenced Johnson in 2005 told the court it was perhaps the most heinous crime he had ever presided over. Johnson's attorneys have asked the U.S. Supreme Court to stop this execution. They also asked Governor Parson to reduce Johnson's sentence to life in prison, claiming he's mentally incompetent. A three-judge panel halted Johnson's execution last week, but the Missouri Supreme Court and Federal Appeals Court overturned that ruling, allowing the execution to move forward tonight in Bonterre. Our Mandy Murphy has interviewed Casey's mom, Angie, several times over the years, and she sat down with her recently, just last week, to talk about how Johnson tore apart her entire family and the agony for Casey's family continues to this day. My father and my brother were the ones to identify Casey's body when it happened. And following that, my brother had a complete mental breakdown. And my father drank himself to death. It was more than either one of them could process seeing Casey's little body in the, in the way he left it. You can hear that emotion in her voice all these years later. Casey's mother does plan to be in Bonterre tonight for the scheduled execution. There are also anti-death penalty protests planned as well. There's actually one happening at 3 this afternoon just outside of the Carnahan Courthouse on Tucker and Market. And that group of people will head to where the execution is happening as well. This would be the fourth execution in the state of Missouri and the 16th one nationally. Reporting live in Clayton this morning, I'm Laura Simon. Thank you so much, Laura. 605 is your time. Well, someone shot a person overnight in Ferguson right in front of a church. It happened near the Ferguson Church of the Nazarene at the 1300 block of Elizabeth Avenue. No more details are released at this time. Meanwhile, U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg visits East St. Louis to announce improvement plans for Metrolink systems. Yeah, he was there yesterday. He handed over a $27.7 million federal grant to cover much of the damage caused by heavily uh, flash flooding that occurred last summer. Plus, 30% of Metro's vehicles need to be replaced. East St. Louis was chosen for yesterday's announcement because it was hard hit by those storms and its residents heavily rely on Metrolink. Here because we know how much transit means to people and we know that this community has been through a lot. St. Louis gets nearly $28 million to repair light rail, bus networks, subway tunnels, ferry operators and other transit systems impacted by the climate crisis. 
An additional $196.3 million will go toward acquiring 48 new light rail trains, which Metro says could be rolling in the next four years. Nearly $214 million has also been secured for that flood relief. Governor Mike Parson and the Missouri Department of Transportation are announcing a new Missouri Railroad Safety Crossing plan this week. This comes just a year after four people were killed and 150 hurt in an Amtrak crash in Menden, Missouri. The governor plans to sign House Bill 4 Thursday. It includes $50 million in state funding to improve over 45 passive railroad crossings. The state has more than 3,300 public crossings. Only half of them have lights or gates. 6.07 is your time. Well, Congress did not vote on a nationwide rail safety bill before starting their six-week break. That bill in response to the devastating train crash in East Palestine, Ohio, earlier this year. The proposed legislation would increase inspections on trains that carry hazardous materials, require rail carriers to have emergency response plans, and raise penalties for rail companies when crashes happen. You're never going to eliminate every train crash, just like you're ne never going to eliminate every car crash. But we can make these things less dangerous and less frequent, and that's what we're trying to do. Fox Files investigator Chris Hayes uh, has taken a look at these train crashes and the possibility of one happening in our area. To see those stories, head to our website, fox2now.com. Yellow Trucking Corporation closes and plans to file for bankruptcy. The company has almost 30,000 employees nationwide. And uh, the employees at the YRC Freight Terminal in South St. Louis hung up their work vests after that announcement. The nearly 100-year-old Nashville, Tennessee-based company failed to pay $50 million in health benefits but avoided a Teamster strike by promising to pay Teamsters. Uh, and they say the news is unfortunate but not surprising. Adding in a statement, Yellow has historically proven that it could not manage itself despite billions of dollars in worker concessions and hundreds of millions in bailouts funding from the federal government. And this is a sad day for workers and the American freight industry. A lot of people put in a lot of time. We did everything we could to try to help the company through their financial woes. Like I said, 15 years of giving 15% back, two year pension freezes, and for what? For them to turn a blind eye to the American workers. More than 500 workers in our area will be affected by the shutdown. Well, the Archdiocese of St. Louis hits a pause on changes as several parishes, seven of them, our partners at the Post-Dispatch report the day before the sweeping All Things New reorganization plan was set to take effect. Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky suspended decrees for several parishes while they pursue appeals with the Vatican. Those include St. Angela Marisi and Florissant, St. Catherine of Alexandria and Kaufman, and Francis in St. Martin of Tours in Lime, St. Matthew the Apostle in St. Rock in St. In St. Louis, also St. Richard in Crevecourt. The decision postpones the merger of these parishes, but their priests will still be reassigned as planned. 610 is your time. St. Charles County Council is postponing when they vote on the Tall Tree subdivision proposal. It's been controversial. It has been. Last night, hundreds of people pushed back against this proposal. Fox 2's Mallory Thomas was at the meeting. Shows you what's next for the proposal. 
We expected this to be a long meeting, but within the first five minutes, the council decided to table the tall tree subdivision vote, which they had already pushed back from June. I think I know probably about 4,000 people behind me. It's standing room only as hundreds of residents make their way to the family arena to voice their concerns over a new subdivision proposal. This high density housing is just going to ruin Foxhaven and several other subdivisions home values. The current tall tree proposal sits along Highway Double D and is for 452 homes on 298 acres of land. Residents are letting their elected officials know the current proposal is something they don't want. It's uh, going to overcrowd the roads, overcrowd the schools. It will lower the property values, houses that close together. It will set a precedence for down Highway D. Council members let their constituents know their voices are being heard during Monday's meeting when the council was scheduled to vote on the subdivision. The overwhelming number of constituents in a packed house tonight. Right now they're tabling their decision to move forward with the uh, development as proposed. Sean Mann is part of a resident organization called Citizens for Smart Development in St. Charles County. He says the group hopes to build a bridge between the developer and his neighbors. No one's against development. It just has to be the right development. This whole development area or these, these parcels touch all three acre home sites everywhere. Um, so that's what we would expect from this developer to come forward with. The council can leave this on the table for 15 meetings without taking action. We don't know yet when they will be voting on this or what those changes will look like. In St. Charles, Mallory Thomas, Fox 2 News.